Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today we are talking clarity. So, This episode is inspired by kind of my own journey, and I'll be completely candid as always, but I feel like for the past year, I have been really unclear, and it felt horrible. It felt like I was just foggy and lost and didn't fully know what I was doing, but was kind of trucking along, and it just felt like I was almost stuck, and I didn't realize that what I was missing was clarity. And so this episode, once again, hindsight is always 2020 for me. I do so much reflection that I'm able to piece together things. So hopefully my reflection can always replace some time that you have to spend in this state and it can bring you some clarity. Haha, <laughs> I was not trying to be funny, but that was funny. Um, so hopefully just my own experiences can just cut down some of the back and forth that you have to do with yourself and on your own journey. So for me, where this is all starting from is in my career, in my business specifically. So I've been in business for four years. And then just this past year, so much changed. I changed. I just felt so much resistance. And I know that's normal in entrepreneurship. But It just felt like nothing was actually going right. I wasn't seeing much growth. I've never, my business every single year has always kind of been exponentially increasing. And then I just hit a plateau and it was a super sudden plateau that I was not expecting. And I realized I'm a full believer in that your business is a reflection of your own energy sometimes and is very connected to your own energy. Maybe not a reflection, that's a lot of pressure, but it is connected to your own energy. And so if you're feeling off, your business might also be feeling off sometimes. And I think so much for me in terms of clarity, I was just confused. I was taking in so much input. I was listening to podcasts. I was reading business books. I had a really big team of people who were really helping me from all lenses, from my app developers to the people I worked with every day, to people who I didn't really work with that much, but I was just getting so much advice that I feel like all of the noise. And I was listening to my audience. I was like, what does my audience need from me? And I listened, but then I kind of stopped listening to myself. I listened to everybody because I'm a full believer. You have something to learn from everybody. So 
I think I was acting with good intentions, but when we are so open-minded to receiving information, and this doesn't only apply in business, this can be advice in any area of life, whether you're a new mom, whether you're going to college, whether it's a certain industry you're stepping into, whether it's about skincare or about your food, whatever it's about. I think that there is so much information in social media, in everybody else's lives, in people we trust, in experts and coaches, in the general population and societal norms. I feel like we have so much information that we get confused with what is our own belief and what is everybody else's or a combination of everybody else's. So personally, for me, what I experience is I realized that I needed clarity when I just felt like I had everything, but I still felt stuck. I noticed a big shift in my business in terms of just growth on all levels, whether it was financially, whether it was on Instagram, whether it was just in my desire to even create and show up in my business. I noticed a huge shift in all of those areas. And I noticed such fatigue almost, like decision fatigue. I just felt such disconnect and resistance. It was very foggy. I knew something was off. I just didn't feel great. But I was like, what do I do? Like, I didn't know what to actually do. And I didn't realize I was actually putting myself in a cycle because I was like, okay, well, let me listen to more. Maybe I just need more inspiration. And I kept just seeking external inspiration and knowledge and wisdom that I could learn from. And maybe that's what you're doing when you're listening to my podcast. So maybe I am a source of noise, so to speak, for you and not in a bad way, but in a way where it's we can only learn so much from the world around us and our experiences. And ultimately, the most we can learn from is from ourselves. No one can teach you the lessons that you have to learn unless you spend the time to learn them within yourself. I know that's confusing, but I will explain that in just a second. But I really realize now that what created this lack of clarity and led to that moment and led was a buildup to the moment of I'm not growing anymore and I can feel that and I don't like that feeling was me over consuming everybody else's noise and trying to implement everybody's strategies or everybody's opinions and everybody's suggestions. And I did agree with them. It wasn't even because I disagreed, but it was in a way a form of me people pleasing. And I believe I've talked about this before on the podcast that I think people pleasing is a huge source of just lack of peace in our life. In some way or the other, I think we people please a lot, whether it's to fit in, whether it's to not hurt people, whether it's to hopefully gain approval. I think people pleasing drives a huge amount of our behaviors. And I had no idea the connection between clarity and people pleasing and noise. So for me, I learned that I was taking in way too much information and I cut out the most kind of crucial source of wisdom, which was myself. I stopped reflecting with myself. I stopped thinking about what do I want? What's important to me? And I even knew what I wanted. I knew the idea that was important to me, but I wasn't prioritizing it enough to actually spend time to articulate it. And when you are in this state of overly consuming, it's really hard to turn off everybody else's noise. It's really hard to just quiet down everybody else, their volume and turn up your volume. It's actually very hard. Even if you know, in theory to do it, 
if you're in the same boat and you already have this awareness, I get it if it's hard because it took me an entire year to actually quiet down people's volume, everybody else's volume, my habit of turning up their volume and then turning down mine. It took a really long time for me to actually start to shift that around. And once I started to shift it around, clarity Wow, it felt so good. Clarity felt so certain. It felt so sure. It felt so like proud. And it's uh, proud is actually a word I hate. I never like using the word proud. I never like saying I'm so proud of you. I don't like that because who am I to be proud of you? You should be proud of you. So I, but the clarity brought these feelings that I never thought I could actually experience through clarity. I thought it came through other things. I didn't know that certainty and that true knowing came with clarity because I thought certainty came with belief, but actually certainty comes with knowing who you are regardless of what everybody else thinks. I thought certainty came with a true plan that nobody can mess up, but certainty for me came with a lot of unknowns, but certainty in what my vision was. And For me, my vision, and you've heard me say this now again, was manifestation is a lifestyle. I got very frustrated literally on a personal level when I kept seeing people just try and look for a quick fix, not because they were trying, but more so teaching a quick fix. I was like, this is so not fair and not real and not true, and it's not always going to work. So I was like, very, I'm very passionate and very ethical is really what drives me. And I got very frustrated on a soul level when manifestation wasn't being taught in a way that I agreed with. And I wasn't able to even communicate what I was feeling. I wasn't able to communicate and articulate what was going on in my mind because of this lack of clarity. But the moment I started stepping into clarity, I knew what words I wanted to use. I was able to find my voice and communication. I was able to effectively communicate to the point where thousands and hundreds of thousands of people are starting to understand what I'm really trying to say that manifestation is a lifestyle. Like for from an Instagram perspective, and this is not to focus on numbers, but just for perspective, literally for the past year, I would say like July 2022 to July 2023, it was almost a year on the dot. Um, uh, my videos would rarely go above like 20,000 views, maybe 30,000. Once in a while, 100,000. And now it's like 200, 300, 400, 500,000, 1 million. And it's not a numbers thing. I think it's an energy thing. And the numbers really don't mean much to me, except they're for me a kind of a nod to, am I on the right track in terms of my own energy? Because when I was forcing my content, it does not resonate. But when I'm creating content for me, not because of what I think is going to resonate with people, but what my heart actually wants to share, that's that clarity and certainty where I didn't care if the content did well because I was so proud of what I was creating and the way I articulated it. I was so excited about that. I was so clear about what I wanted to share that I didn't really care if other people got it because I was like, this is what I'm trying to say. That's what certainty and clarity feels like. And there's a super small difference that it wasn't to get the views. It wasn't to grow, but it was to actually feel like I'm expressing and sharing. And I think clarity is pairing with courage to share and express your authenticity. And I think clarity is 
a byproduct of being your authentic self and learning who your authentic self is and kind of giving yourself time to figure out what your authentic self is. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created Affirm It so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirm It membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. So that's kind of the difference. That was a very long explanation of the difference. But I think where clarity can really serve you on your spiritual journey is I think it can create ease. I think clarity is such a pathway to ease on the journey. I think it cuts out resistance. I think it cuts out frustration. I think it cuts out running around in circles and creating too many patterns. I think it cuts down time. And I don't like talking about time. But when I did hit clarity, I literally kid you not, my business, my perspective, it completely did a 360 in 30 days um, after a year. And another perspective is from 2022 to 2023, I was constantly losing followers. And it doesn't even mean anything to me. But what I know is when I'm losing followers, it means that I am my energy is not willing to accept people into my world. It doesn't even mean that it's not resonating to me. But what it means is I didn't even have space. To hold, I wasn't even able to hold space for more people in my community. And I was subconsciously shrinking because I was so uncertain. I was so unclear as to how I wanted to show up and what I wanted to share that my kind of need to figure out needed more space and my I couldn't keep that many people in my community. I couldn't hold space for that many people in my community. But now that I have that clarity, it has been growth after growth after growth, which I hadn't seen in an entire year. And as a business owner, when your business comes from social media, a lot of it, when you're not seeing growth, when you're seeing decreasing, um, it's a very interesting, scary and shadow filled experience that I'm so grateful for, but all of it, all of the hard stuff was rooted in a lack of clarity for me. And so I think clarity can support your own spiritual journey, your own manifestation journey by, I think, cutting out a lot of the things that we don't like a lot of the frustrations and scariness and doubt and fear that comes along with manifestation, I think clarity really cuts a lot of that as well as it adds and amplifies speed. I think it amplifies enjoyment. I think it creates peace and ease and it allows for detachment, which I think we all really struggle with is when we want something so bad, we're so attached to it. But I think clarity creates and allows for detachment. I think clarity is one of those very underrated, abstract concepts that really, really can create such a pathway. So now that I've really pitched clarity to you and to why I think it was so important for me, I will share with you what actually got me clarity. So of course, affirmations and visualizing, but what's like, what do you mean when you're visualizing for clarity? Um, hopefully 
my example of the differences of what clarity felt like versus lack of clarity felt like can give you examples to visualize and create affirmations for. But what actually helped me because I didn't even know what clarity felt like. And this has been a theme in the past few episodes where it's like, we don't even know what we actually want. So how can you manifest something? You don't actually know how it feels. So for me, it was really, I think the pathway to clarity was self-reflection and it was journaling. Um, Even if journaling isn't your form, but there's a book called The Artist's Way. Yes, The Artist's Way. And the whole premise, it's a very old book, but it's so beautiful and it's becoming very popular. Essentially, The Artist's Way talks about how we're all artists, we're all creators. And I fully believe that we're all creators of our own reality. So one of the things that the activities that this book talks about is morning pages, which is when you wake up in the morning with no purpose, with no plan, with no need for it to be beautiful or to prove a point or to answer a question, you just write three pages. You can write them by hand. I have some friends who write them, who type them out that don't want to write. So the book says write it by hand, but we can tweak, right? If you feel like you can't write it by hand, maybe you type it on your notes. Maybe you grab your laptop and maybe it's not three pages. Maybe it's just one page. So feel free to flex on that. But the act of just opening up space for your consciousness and your subconscious to show up, I think holding space. And I think this is a form of meditation. If meditation feels hard for you, try this. I really think that allowing for just listening, listening to myself, whether that's sitting in silence, aka meditation, or journaling without any point, even if all you're writing on your page is, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to write, or you're complaining, it's okay. Whatever you're doing, um, the morning pages, I think, were a really big part for me. And the second big thing was just sitting and pondering, just sitting and reflecting. And what it looks like on a surface level is literally looks like you're just doing nothing. It's very easy for us to distract ourselves. We sit on our phones, we watch TV. But if you can even cut back five minutes of TV time, five minutes of scrolling to just sit with yourself, one, you'll realize how antsy you are. And so that's why I recommend morning pages, but you'll start to hear yourself. It's it's a practice. Like all of this is, it is a practice. It's not going to be perfect every time. And there's no one who's grading you. So don't be too hard on yourself. But those practices of literally making it a conscious practice to reflect, sitting and reflecting, whether it's morning, you do the morning pages or at night, you write about your day or you reflect on what went well, what didn't go as well in your day. But holding space to reflect, I think, is one of the most underrated things because we live our life on speed. We have so many to-do list items that when do you actually sit and just pause and ponder? We have so many meetings to make. We have things to do. We have the house to clean, kids to take care of, families to hang out with, friends to spend time with. It's like, where is the time to reflect? And honestly, you have to create it. Time is a man-made construct and you can construct your own time to self-reflect if it's important to you. But really the pathway that helped me get clarity was self-reflection. And one of the ways I reflected was just in meditation, just sitting there or in my journal. My journal helped me 
feel like I wasn't doing nothing because sometimes meditating with a busy mind was my worst enemy. And so actually journaling without any point, without having to focus on what I'm writing, even if it's just gibberish or random words, um, that felt really good. And then the third thing was, again, more creative artsy journaling. And I want to share some of the artsy journaling I've been doing. I haven't shared it yet on socials, but I will share some there. It's like, you're incorporating color and creativity and painting and cooking and just into your practice. And I think that was so helpful for me was to live my life from a lens of curiosity and reflection rather than through a lens of what do I need to do next? What's next on my to-do list? It's a simple perspective shift. It doesn't take more time. It's just a different priority. So I know you might feel like, Pyle, I literally have no time on my schedule already, But five minutes, if you can give yourself five minutes of not watching TV or five minutes of skipping your alarm, it's a choice. And I know it's a hard choice to make, but it really, really helped me. And I hope these kind of little tips can help you create more clarity in your life too. So I hope this episode was helpful. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, And if you've been on the same page or if you're experiencing something similar to what I experienced. So Thank you so much for listening if you made it this far. I love and appreciate you, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast, and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 